Hello, and welcome to Voices of CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders sponsored by Old Republic Surety. I'm your host, Sal Marino, CFMA's Marketing and Content Manager. This month, I am joined by Jamie Montague, the Director of Finance for Fines Elstra. Jamie has also been named one of CFMA's 2023 Rising Stars, an amazing professional under the age of 40 who is positively impacting the construction industry and her company. Jamie, thanks so much for joining me today. Let's just jump right into this. Can you tell me a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so my name is Jamie Montague. I work at Fine Zalstra. We're a middle market electrical contractor, primarily in Michigan on uh, the west side. So Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, also got an office up in Traverse City, which is beautiful in the summer, which is gorgeous. And then we've got offices in Nashville, uh, Charlotte, and Charleston. So we've expanded into those uh, Southern markets following really great customers. Um, So we're geography-wise spread a little thin for our size company. Sometimes when you think about a finance department, uh, servicing six or seven branches across many different states in you know, my experience, much bigger companies are doing that. Uh, So my role as controller is to manage the payroll, the general ledger accounting of sorts. And then I've got this large project accounting team that does billing, collections, some project coordinator work um, in construction. There's a million different titles for people uh, like that. But, you know, the the ladies and gents in the trenches working with project managers on uh, contract management and all the finances report up through me. So it's really, really fun. It's not just debits and credits. It's, you know, contract management, um, dealing with all of our project accounting as well. And then, you know, in my role, I'm uh, kind of sitting and hovering at that director level with um, our branch directors, helping them f- like forecast and plan um, and kind of rolling up all their overhead budgets, headcount planning. And that's kind of what I call the above and beyond the daily whirlwind that kind of feeds my soul or keeps things interesting. Um, cause a lot of people have said that I'm not a typical controller or a typical <laughs> like accountant. <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be a good thing to hear though, right? You're like, Oh, good. I'm not <laughs> really a people person that wants to just get in the trenches uh, with my team and project managers in general, so that they understand finance and accounting, but it's a little bit more relatable, um, or explaining finance and accounting concepts in a way that, you know, a kindergartner can understand it. Like right. that, I think is really my superpower. <laughs> That's a good superpower to have. <laughs> so did you always know that this was what you wanted to do? I was having a hard time letting go of like, playing softball in college and I thought I was going to go into kinesiology and when I realized you could go to school for six years and just tape ankles for not a lot of money my parents were like maybe you should take you know a business class and then an advisor said that same thing so I took an accounting class in college and debits and credits kind of just worked in my brain when yeah. a few of my other friends were failing accounting <laughs> like, yeah maybe this is for me <laughs> yeah it's got to be good when you find something new that clicks like that yeah. No? So where does it go from there? Well, I had met a firm, Plant Moran, um, in the Detroit area here in Michigan that just had an awesome culture. And being kind of like this people person, back then you don't know that you're, you know, a people person or like a high eye or, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, and all these personality assessments. 
the culture just drew me in. So like, I'm good at accounting and this culture seemed to care about people. Like they were, um, a purpose-driven accounting firm when public accounting seemed kind of scary, like 80 hour work weeks and traveling all over the place all the time and not seeing your family and friends anymore. So Plan Moran was like a very comfortable home for me. Um, and I got to work in a lot of different industries and meet a lot of different people. And it's a culture of like constant improvement and, um, helping develop those, you know, younger than you or coming up after you, not always younger. So that people development piece or talent development piece was a passion of mine as well. So it was just a natural fit of, um, professional and personal goals with the values that kind of aligned with my own, um, I only then left public accounting to come here when I found out we were starting a family. So a lot of CPAs get to like the end of their rope of working long hours or traveling and being away from home um, and just make that switch to private. And I happened to find a construction company of all things that had very similar core values and was purpose driven. We believe that we uh, exist to have a positive impact on people here at FZ. So it was a really natural switch. Um, as natural as it could be coming back from like a six month maternity leave and switching careers and right. moving from the east side of Michigan to the west side of Michigan to be closer to family. But um, I landed at the perfect place. Yeah. So how did you get started with CFMA? My boss, actually, our CFO was like, here, I'm somewhat new to construction. So I had had some percent complete accounting um, exposure. I used to work on a big international automotive uh, company when I was in public that did engine testing okay. and like a bunch of secret engine testing. So it was really Ooh, nice. exciting. The least exciting part of that is the actual percent complete accounting. The math is just the math. But <laughs> and then I was doing some private equity work. Uh, that was buying up a bunch of smart building um, companies and, you know, for the hopes of selling it again someday for a big multiple. But the actual construction piece was interesting to me, seeing an actual whip schedule that was building something other than like testing an engine, like actually building a building. Um, so got involved in CFMA from an educational standpoint, just needing to build that foundational, like what is construction? what goes into these numbers, um, having already understood the math. And then our chapter is really cool. We do a round table every year where um, the PATH president puts seven to eight people together, a mix of general and associates. You can imagine putting too many insurance folks in a round table would work. So like we are very uh, particular about who gets matched up. You usually try to avoid competitors with each other. Not that there's any like competitive advantages in accounting, but just a natural mix of GCs and subs, not the same subs, not directly competing GCs. And then a mix of like the CPAs, the insurance folks, bonding, um, attorneys. And you stick together throughout a season of roundtables where you switch like the host, you get lunch for everybody and you pick a topic, you facilitate it just like you would any other roundtable. Um, and so the more I did that, the more people I got to know Little did I know if I just would have showed up to a few general membership meetings, I would have met more people sooner, but that's kind of just how I got started. We also do this cool thing uh, with three scholarships every year. So I won that and I went to national and I've been going to national ever since. So like that combination of local and national has been really helpful for me to just build my construction knowledge and get to know people when you have a, you know, a 
when you don't have AI to call, <laughs> you know, what do you yeah. do with your credit card policy or what do you do with fuel cards for your fleet? Um, just having those people to call has been huge for me in my career. So you just received the challenge coin, I think from Jennifer Murphy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. What was that all about? Tell me a little bit about that. So Jennifer Murphy is the best. Anybody that knows her already knows that, but um, I'm like sneakily trying to get her to mentor me if it's not obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if she listens now, she'll she'll know. She'll be like, oh, that's what she's doing. Um, Jennifer, like I said, she's just the great. She's an awesome role model from like what you can do locally to then, you know, regional conference leadership to national leadership. Um, she has such a passion for CFMA that it's kind of, um, it's kind of contagious. And then, you know, people like her get people like me involved and then I can add my twist to things. So for me, like I said, I'm a high eye. I'm red. If you ask Stuart, I'm a little scary. (laughs) I'm not a people pleaser, but I've got that high influence in me and I'm actually high D. So like, I want people to get together and I want to accomplish a bunch of stuff and I want it to be great. Um, And I invited her to our strategic planning that we do every three years that Kathy uh, flew out for. And I thought it was just time to bring up a few things that we kind of skate around. We don't bring up. Um, kind of the old way of doing things is just keeps getting rolled over. So uh, coming out of COVID, I think a lot of chapters probably experienced and maybe are still experiencing this where everybody went remote and then you did like the Zoom meetings and people got Zoomed out and then engagement fell off. So we really refocused our chapter around like is in getting people as engaged as possible because we have the highest membership we've ever had, which is crazy to me. Like not a lot of people have heard about Grand Rapids, Michigan, or um, I think Kalamazoo is in like some sort of song that you know some people have heard about. But we have 138 members, so that means we're competing with the likes of Chicago, the Belly of the Sun, like these really big chapters that have you know like years and years of history of large memberships. So I said, let's stop focusing so much on membership because it's naturally coming. People want to be involved. It's what are the things we can offer to get people as engaged as possible and make it feel inclusive. So you have this whole generational thing happening with um, kind of our older folks and our younger folks. And you've got younger folks in positions of leadership or not. I love just sidebar that, you know, they went off to and did strategic planning at national and said, why don't we make it? construction financial uh, professionals and not managers, because it makes it just so much more inclusive. It makes yep. you initially take that barrier up that it's for everybody that's dealing with construction accounting or finance. Um, and so we really focus on engagement. And I feel like that's where I really shine is getting people involved, mixing things up, kind of challenging the status quo of like, why do we meet every third Thursday at lunch at this one place? when only 20 people are coming, like, let's do these other things. Let's use the thousand dollars star funds and let's do a DEI event. Let's make it a panel, throw alcohol in, let's see what happens. So we're doing a little bit of that. And along the way, I probably stepped on a few toes, but I'm trying to do it in the right way that drives enthusiasm so that people want to get involved. Like we get, but this year, a bunch of people signed up to join committees. We got, people back on the board. We have a four-year commitment. So we're constantly churning people through our board to keep it fresh, both on the general member and associate side. So 
but yes, I thank Jennifer for that. That was a surprise, a happy surprise. And she's awesome. So it makes it even, you know, more exciting to get it from someone like her. That's great. Yeah, she's fantastic. All right. So let's switch gears a little bit. Our members love advice. Um, your favorite piece of advice to give? It would probably be twofold. So one, I would say if anybody hasn't been to national, they should go grab a buddy, make sure you figure out from your chapter who's going ahead of time so that you can partner up and not feel like alone because you are kind of just a number if you don't know a single other person. So I had um, the benefit of going with a colleague my first year and I have, I met other people that I, were from a client of mine. So it made it even more fun. Nice. You go along, you reply all to all the parties that are being thrown by the vendors. Take all of that yeah. and go. Um, my other piece of advice would be to join your local chapter or a committee and just get involved. So I know everybody isn't this way, but I get a tremendous amount of self-esteem and like positive vibes from being involved in volunteering my time in this way, even though it's professional volunteerism, it's the same thing. If you volunteer at like a homeless shelter or you're a cat person and you donate all your time to save cats, um, we all need a little bit of that you know, oomph in our in our lives coming out of COVID, we need to bring those social connections back. And so I get that being an, an extrovert, you know, like my energy gets restored being around people. And I get this boost from like volunteering my time in a way that positively impacts my, like my chapter and those around me and that get more people involved. Like you can kind of just, I'm, you can't see it, but I'm like moving around. I'm all like, ugh, I love it. So you're just, energized by it. I love it. That's great. Jump all in. Someone in your chapter will bring you along and show you the way. Um, but the first part is just volunteering your time. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, what about uh, the best piece of advice you've received? So that would probably be from Kathy. And if, if you know Kathy, she's very matter of fact. Like she gets to the point and she'll be like, all right, Jamie, listen to this. I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. So it was in strategic planning. It's really struggling with how to get more people to our general membership meeting. Like I said, we have 138 members and maybe 25 to 30 people were showing up. And I was really racking my brain. Like, how do we get this, you know, to happen? And she's like, maybe you just aren't going to be everything to everyone. Like they're going to pick and choose what they want to get out of CFMA. That's kind of the point. Right. Um, Cause we had been wrestling around with like, well, national is putting out these webinars. So like, do you do that topic in person where, you know, a lot of people are engaged in the round tables, but they don't come to a certain meeting. Um, a lot of people come to this, but they don't come to that. So it was just great advice to just be like, time out. You're doing actually too much. Like <laughs> you're a whole, your whole vibe doing too much. So rein it in, focus on the things you do do well. And like, just lean into that. And it was such good advice. I remind my board about that all the time. Like, hey, we can't be everything to everybody. Kathy said so. And that kind of just centered us back. I'm like, what do we focus on? What is the one program we're doing this month? How to make that the best for who's going to show up? And then, you know, so part of it is making sure we're marketing it appropriately, that it's on our socials, that the right message is getting to people so that they, you know, get the hook and they come. Uh, so working with our chapter admin is really helpful too. Wow. Look at Kathy coming through with the hard hitting advice that uh, just keeps going. Good for her. Well, speaking of the national conference, uh, are you going to be in Colorado this week? I am. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I will see you there. I'll be uh, behind the camera a lot. So if you see me, come say hi. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Happy to do it as always. <laughs>
And I'd like to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Voices of CFMA, sponsored by Old Republic Shorty. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and share on social media. And if you're interested in learning more about the Construction Financial Management Association, check out cfma.org. Once again, I'm your host, Sal Marino, and I will see everyone back here next month. Thanks.